Yes, sir. The Denver Nuggets take down Boston in Boston in perhaps the game of the season. The Nuggets, they continue to show that there are levels to this. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, you need a bucket. You need a big play. A duo you were able to get a good action out of every single time. Michael Porter Jr., key offensive rebounds, KCP, key three-pointers, Aaron Gordon, the entire team showed up, took care of business in Boston to end the 20-game winning streak the Boston Celtics had at home. We got to talk about that and more here at Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Locked On Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper, your team every day. So thankful that you all are here. So thankful that y'all made it through that Friday, that ESPN classic, immediate classic, where you had the two prohibited favorites, the two prohibited favorites in the NBA got a chance to do off last night, and it was a game that everybody can take away from. This was such a great game from both sides, and the reason I say that is is because, you know, even though Boston's big two didn't necessarily show up in a way that you would expect it, the team, they competed, they played hard, they played defense. If you looked at Derek White and his performance yesterday, he played a really good game. Christoph Porzingis, had a really strong start in the first quarter with 15 points. Only scored six points the rest of the game. Didn't make really any more of his shots after that, but his impact is undeniable. He was altering shots, even altering some of the lob opportunities that Nikola Jokic had last night. But, y'all, I think what, if anything, showed last night is that the Denver Nuggets duo of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, they basically have just told the NBA there's levels to this. There's just levels. LeBron, AD, Booker, KD, great game from them yesterday. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, now Tyrese Halliburton, Pascal Siakam. Anybody that just got recently acquired or they've been around for a while, they have just proven that more times than not, that if we need to get a good shot out of a possession, we can put Michael Porter Jr. in the corner, KCP in the corner, AG in the dunker spot, and Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. When those two are connected, when those two are connected, it really just drives home the point of the levels that they are able to get to as a duo. Y'all, yesterday, Nikola Jokic, 38 minutes played, 34 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. Y'all, here's the crazy thing. If you look at the overall numbers yesterday for Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic last night, he had 34, 12, and 9. He was 12 of 18. 12 of 18 from 2. 12 of 18 from 2. And then he was 2 of 4 from 3. 4 of 4 from the free throw line. He had a 71.5 true shooting yesterday. Jokic was a plus 1 in the game last night. And the thing that really stuck out to me is that from the opening tip, Joker wasn't playing no games. Joker wasn't about to let the Celtics set the tone for what they're going to do to them defensively. Jokic 
got into an isolation situation at the start of the game versus Christoph Porzingis. And the Celtic basically said that as long as Joker have the starters on the court, especially KTP, MPJ, and Jamal Murray, because you have three 40-plus point percent three-point shooters on the court that all know exactly where to go, we're not going to double. We're going to single cover. And so Joker had Christoph Porzingis, and it was barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. Jokic yesterday started off the game, put KCP on the block, <laughs> put KCP back on the block, nice little bar, KCP falls over, another shot on that left post. Joker gets another one, nice little shot over KP. The thing is, Joker was being so physical, and he was setting the tone early. Joker in the first quarter, y'all, took nine shots. He was seven of nine. Seven of nine in the first quarter. He had 15 points, four rebounds, and three assists in the first quarter. And especially because Jamal Murray got into foul trouble really early. He had two really quick fouls. And so because of that, Joker had to carry more offensively than he normally would have. And especially yesterday, the, the Celtics were making a, a strong point to not let Jamal Murray get engaged really early. And so because of that, so they were playing him very hard at the level, and they were making sure that they were trying to get into a two-man action. Let's get over the top. Like Let's not even give him any wiggle room when he tried to get around that pick and roll, when he's trying to get the ball in the DHO opportunity, or when he's trying to dribble and navigate. And because of that, Jokic had a lot of opportunities on an island yesterday, and his assists could have been even better yesterday. Now, they were down 31-32 to 32 at the end of the first, Reggie Jackson comes into the game for Jamal Murray, gets two really quick buckets. But the thing was, it's the reason why the score looked like that is because PB, P, uh, P. Peyton Watson and Christian Brown, they were 0 of 3 on wide, wide open attempts. Wide open attempts yesterday. Wide open attempts. You got opportunities where Peyton Watson was in the corner and he just sailed the ball out. Christian Brown, for whatever reason, his touch just wasn't there. Might have been a little rust on his shots, but when he put him up off of some really wide-open kickout opportunities, he just couldn't convert. So it was 31-32, but it was because of that, simply because Jokic was keeping them within striking distance the entire quarter. And Jokic goes out, y'all, at the top of the second quarter, and you get Jamal Murray back in the game immediately. Aaron Gordon is in at center. This is how you know Michael Malone wasn't playing. We're going to talk about this in a little bit as well. But Aaron Gordon starts at center to start the second quarter. And Jamal Murray. Christian Brown had a missed three. Peyton Watson and CB were not playing super well. Top of the second quarter, the Nuggets are struggling. Jamal Murray hits a nice little mid-two, hits a three-pointer, and then he hits another two in three straight possessions. Joker comes back in the game. Peyton Watson got a great block that transitioned into Jamal Murray, collapsed the defense, kick out the Peyton Watson in transition, wide open three-pointer that he converts. Jamal Murray gets another two, another three, another two, and literally going into the half, they were down like 12 or 8-ish at one point. They get the game to 55-61, y'all. And Jamal Murray yesterday, totality, he had 35 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Jamal Murray shot 12 of 13. 12 of 14 from two-point range. 12 of 14 from two-point range yesterday. He shot 85.7% from two. He was 3 of 7 from three, which is 42.9% from the three-point line. 
two or three from the from the free throw line. He actually ended up missing the technical foul uh, that they had, and this was from offensive three seconds, I believe, might have been on Sam Hauser uh, or Luke Cornett, rather, if I remember correctly. But he had a seventy-eight point four percent true shooting yesterday, y'all. Just an unbelievable performance for Jamal Murray. He was staggering with the bench unit. He was killing when Joker was in the game. Again, all around elite, efficient night. And again, here's the thing about the Nuggets that makes them so indomitable. That whatever people might want to assume about Jamal Murray in a regular season setting, his numbers, they're pretty basic, it feels like. They're not anything that's to write home about. But the thing about Jamal is that Jamal Murray, even though on the season, you know, he's averaging 21 points a game, four rebounds, 6.4 assists, 59% true shooting. When Jamal is in a position where he has to be demanded greatness versus elite teams or in playoff settings or NBA final settings, Jamal Murray is no longer operating as a player that's just trying to meandering throughout the game. Jamal Murray is there to set a tone, and Jamal Murray is an executor of high-level shot making. And his playmaking was incredible yesterday as well. Jamal Murray, y'all, is just another kind of animal, man. And even though you might think in a, you know, 82-game sample size, Jason Tatum or some of y'all, Jalen Brown's a better player. But the fact is that when Jamal needs to activate that part of his game, yesterday he was the second-best player on the court. That's the crazy thing. There's three All-NBA players on the court. He was better than everybody but Joker. He was better than Jason Tatum. He was better than Jalen Brown. We're going to talk about them in a minute because the Nuggets' defense was absolutely there to set the tone from the start of the third quarter on. And they were really just two completely different games, y'all. So, y'all, when we get back in segment two, we're going to talk about the defense that the Nuggets played yesterday, how they were able to make a lot of these adjustments when they were having early success, the Celtics were, in the first quarter, and what this might mean for how that matchup might look going in to an NBA final setting, or maybe even the next game they see each other, I believe, in March. We'll be right back here, Locked On Nuggets. So our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Now, whether you're prepping for daily, a daily draft, or scouting the waiver wire, Every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Now, here's the thing. Mason Plumlee is starting right now for the Los Angeles Clippers because Ivica Zubak is going to be out for the foreseeable future. He's going to be reevaluated early this week. I said four weeks, so almost three weeks from now, he'll be reevaluated, and they'll see if he can come back. So Mason Plumlee's a new starter. He's a serviceable center for your fantasy team while you wait for Zubox to return. Aaron Neesmith's role with Indiana with Bruce Brown being gone and his shooting and defensive value is important. That might be a player for you to lean into. Jabari Walker, if you're looking for a flyer, starting next to Jeremy Grant at certain games in different outlets, depending on how the lineups are going. Marvin Bagley, the third, been playing really well. There are a host of players that have been playing well. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Now, here's the thing. I love my car. I have owned three different cars over the course of my life. And this one is my favorite that I've had so far. So I make sure that I'm always keeping up with the service. I'm always making sure that my wheels, my tires, everything is straight. 
I got to get some cooling in there actually right now. So I'm going to make sure I take care of that this week. Now, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay, it's a guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers as well. We will be right back for Locked On Nuggets. We are back with segment two of Locked On Nuggets. And y'all, look, you beat me there. You beat me there. You beat me there. P-Watt. You beat me there. Peyton Watson, you beat me there. You beat me there, Rob. Peyton Watson, y'all. The Denver Nuggets, they went to a playoff. Matter of fact, they went to an NBA Finals rotation last night. Why do you ask that? Why do you say this way? Because the Denver Nuggets, they had nine players play last night. But they only had seven that got above, above six minutes last night. Christian Brown, I told you that little short stint he had in the second quarter, didn't see him the rest of the game. You had Justin Holiday got in there for three minutes, didn't see him the rest of the game. You didn't see Zeke Najee. You didn't see DeAndre Jordan. They wanted to see what a matchup and a final setting would look like and what their rotations could look like, so they experimented yesterday. Peyton Watson played 21 minutes, nine points, two rebounds. He was a plus seven. He had a block on Jalen Brown at the rim when he got by Jamal Murray on a post-up opportunity, ran down the court, Jamal got the ball back, penetrated, kicked out to Peyton Watson, nailed the three-pointer. Peyton Watson, again, he didn't have a great defensive night, but this is what I said about yesterday's game when Curtin concerning Peyton. This is a great grow-up game for him because this is what's going to be asked of you, and this is the level of competition you're going to see. Because Peyton, you saw Bruce, you saw Christian Brown, and you saw Jeff Green do it. Well, now this is your job. And when you get into a situation versus these level of teams where you're being asked to do this much, when the stake is at the highest that it will be if they were to see each other, because of that, you have to be locked in every single possession on what your job is. And, yo, Jokic had to pass at a game yesterday. Jokic gets the ball off a cut. I think it might have been KCP that fed him the ball. Joker gets double teamed immediately. And literally, without getting the ball, without, like, setting his feet for more than a second, getting the ball, he does a jump spin, turn, pass over his shoulder to Peyton Watson. And the great thing about Peyton, Peyton was literally cutting through from the left wing, saw Joker get the ball, redirected, planted it off his left foot, gets going back towards the basket and gets an easy, easy dunk. Peyton Watson just figuring out the game and really excited for his development. Nine points and a very big win for the Nuggets. Reddy Jackson, just four points last night, y'all. But look at this. Contavious Caldwell Pope, five points, five rebounds, one assist. He was two of six from the field, one of three from three with the biggest three of the game. Y'all, the reason the Nuggets win this game is Michael Porter Jr. had 13 points, eight rebounds last night, just five of nine from the field. He was four of five from two, but he had offensive rebounds galore. He was a plus six yesterday in a two-point win because his ability to be a savvy offensive rebounder he 
fought for additional possessions for the Denver Nuggets. He even got the ball in a contest, put the ball back up, and ended up getting a nice little lay-in. And on top of that, went to the free throw line three times, made two of them. Jamal, yo, so he gets the ball off of DHO. Derek White gets a block. And MPJ doesn't leave the play, ends up getting the ball back and finishes for a mid-range shot in the first quarter. Yo, MPJ, man, people can say whatever they want. He he definitely has things that he doesn't do super well all the time. He stood up a little bit too high defensively at times yesterday and got beat. He would relax a little bit too much. Jalen Brown got a dunk off of him because he thought that help was going to come or he didn't think Jalen Brown was going to drive by him because he thought he was going to get another handoff. And so because of that, he got downhill, got to the rim, and he was able to get it done. But the thing about MPJ is, man, like, the dude is just a gamer. He has figured out that even if his shot isn't going down, I can be a plus offensive rebound player, defensive rebound player. I can be a positive defender, especially in the clutch. And then on top of that, his spacing alone. Now, he missed a three-pointer that would have put the Denver Nuggets up four yesterday. So he had a wide-open three-point attempt that he wasn't able to collapse. But this is the thing. Porter closed yesterday. Porter closed yesterday. And one of the reasons is because you just – you needed the spacing because Boston was doing everything it could to try to collapse on Jabal and to collapse on Jokic. But Porter, because of his existence, and him and KCP, you just can't play them like you normally would. And then if you do, you got two elite shooters in the corner. Listen to this. This is from Brian Barrett. This is from Brian Barrett on Twitter. Uh, he's the host of Off the Pipe on The Ringer and Spotify. Brian Barrett, in the first half, the Celtics, 61 points on 42 possessions. A 145 offensive rating. Great. The second half, y'all, Michael Porter Jr. on the court. The second half, the Celtics had 39 points on 40 three possessions for a 90.7 offensive rating. A 90.7 offensive rating. 43 possessions, 39 points. So this is what I'm telling y'all. His ability to impact the game defensively, to collapse on the board, him and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, y'all, didn't make a bucket. He was 0-6 from the field. He had two points, but he had 10 rebounds. He had three assists, and his defense in the second half was exceptional. He was getting switched on to Jason Tatum. He was getting switched on to Jalen Brown, and he was still making it work. And one of the best things Michael Malone did yesterday, and I speculated this before the game and talked about it in last night's episode on Swiper, because they were getting beat badly in the pick and pop in the first quarter, Malone made a very smart adjustment, very smart adjustment. What he did was he put Jokic on to Drew Holiday. Because now, if they do want to try to run their pick-and-roll opportunities, they're going to have to change up what they're doing. They did this halfway through the first quarter when the score was 13-14. to 14. And so they put Jokic on Drew Holiday. And now, when Tatum gets KCP down on the right block, Jokic is collapsing, helping, helping, helping. Show hands, show hands, show hands, show hands. Show hands, show hands. Get back, get back. And he gets back to Drew Holiday. Drew tries to beat him off the dribble. He stays in front, connects, 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 doesn't leave his body. Shot clock violation, turnover, ball Denver. Because now you can't do that pick and pop because now on uh, KP is either going to be Michael Porter Jr. or it's going to be Jamal Murray. And again, we're just going to switch everything with those two defenders in. So it's just a really fantastic coaching maneuver by Michael Malone. Uh, and then on top of this, you all, when they came out in the second half, they started to concede contested three-point opportunities. Here's the thing. 
I said this before. The Celtics, they shoot the most threes in the NBA, and they shoot very well from three. The Celtics got 44 threes up last night. The Celtics shot 32% from three. They shot 43% from the field as a whole. The Nuggets shot 52% last night. That's in line with what they do. But the Nuggets were only 8 of 31 from three themselves. They shot 26%. So the Nuggets got to the line at the same time. Uh, they made as many free throws as the Celtics yesterday. They made uh, four more total baskets than the Celtics yesterday. But I believe they made 10 more twos than the Celtics yesterday. So you saw that when the game gets really gritty, the championship formula for the Nuggets is we're going to get into our offense. We're going to make you adjust to what we're doing. And we're going to get a premium shot every single time. AG, he's going to hit that corner three eventually. Michael Porter Jr. will definitely hit that three. KCP did hit that three. The thing is, is that we're going to get you in so many actions now. You're going to collapse with Jamal. If you don't, he beat Horford to the rim off a pick and roll attempt early in the game. And if you don't and you want to trail off, then ooh, Jokic. Or hit a switch. Jokic, top of the key. Now, one-on-one, I got Al Horford on my right shoulder. I got Drew Holiday on my right shoulder. I got Jason Tatum on my right shoulder. So now I can operate, figure out what I want to do. Drive, create contact, or huh, huh, spin move, sidebar shuffle off the foot. They're just able to get these shots from like this 12-foot in area that just makes them just so dynamic. And especially yesterday, y'all, Jamal Murray's ability to like just understand the nuance of what a defense is trying to do. They went to a zone yesterday, the Celtics did. And so what he did was, because he knew he had KP out to his right, he got Drew Holiday to overplay after getting off a screen, and he got by Drew and was able to freeze Kristoff enough on KCP over to his right that he was able to drive all the way to the rim, get a contested dunk, and one. Just, again, knowing what the defense is doing and knowing what needs to be done to make the leverage on the basketball court work to your best interest. Just a phenomenal display. And, y'all, another key thing that I noticed yesterday, the Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray in particular, when they were going to their pick-and-roll opportunities and then they started running double drag to get Drew off of him, and double drag, again, it's when the ball handler's at the top of the key and then you have a center, which is Jokic, and then you have, like, whoever the man is that you want to get on to the ball handler or Jamal Murray in a situation, you'll have them as the second screener. That way, they can't just have a trail like from the POA defender all the way over a double drag just because that's just going to delay too much. And then now you got to over collapse on the right side of the court. And now you have an unbalanced court and you have an open three point shooter on the left wing or in the corner, or you have a diver as well to the basket. So you have to switch. They were switch hunting Jason Tatum yesterday. Now, some of this might be to help off with the he's a good rim protector for a wing, but I just saw it was really interesting that to get off of Drew. They were hunting out Jason Tatum in these matchups. So the Nuggets defense was exceptional. Uh, they allowed two points from the Boston Celtics in the last four and a half minutes of the game. Two points. They shut off all the water. They shut off Jason Tatum water. They shut off Jalen Brown's water yesterday. And Jason Tatum was 9 of 24 from the field. Jalen Brown was 6 of 19 from the field. And then Drew Holiday was just seven shots with 3 of 7 from the field. They made him shoot a lot of tough jumpers. They made him shoot step backs, and they were able to live with that and say, cool, but you're not going to get to the basket as much as you want. And then if you do, we're going to show hands. We're going to go after the ball. And Jason Tatum missed a couple layups himself. 
yesterday. So just a really sound defensive performance for the Nuggets, especially in the second half. So, y'all, in segment three, we're going to talk about what this win possibly could mean for the Denver Nuggets for the rest of the season because these are the kind of wins that solidify your status in the NBA. But also, even though we're kind of going at about 80% throughout the regular season, when they need to turn it on, they just shown that there are just levels to this. We'll be right back for a final segment here at Locked On Nuggets. So, y'all, Prize Pick is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Again, it's you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less on a two to six player stat projection, and the winnings will roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across the playoffs for the NFL and with basketball from the special league. For example, you can get LeBron James. Points, rebounds, whatever. And then on top of that, hey, you've got NFL football going on today. You want to take Travis Kelsey. You want to take Lamar Jackson. You can make combo projections as well. Prize Pick also offers a reboot policy that your entry stay in play, even if one of your players get injured for football and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Pick is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policy. So go to prizefix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizefix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We'll be right back here. Locked On Nuggets. We are here for our final segment here at Locked On Nuggets. Thank you so much for being here with us on a Saturday. Y'all. What does this win mean for the rest of the season for the Nuggets? Now, this is not a win that solidifies them as a championship team or a championship favorite because they've already done it with a very young core. So that's not the question. They brought back the same core, and they're continuing to do this again and again. The other conversation is, I think for the Nuggets, they wanted to see midseason where they were. They wanted to find out, in the middle of the season, where we stand. And do we have the process in place? Do we have the personnel in place? Do we have the execution that we need in order to win these kind of games on the road versus teams that are 20-0 at home? And the answer is yes. So for me, what this does, this solidifies that the Nuggets core, they're ready when the moment calls for it. This also solidifies that Jamal Murray is just as good as you remember him to be, and he's even better than he was last year in the playoff run. And this also says that for Nikola Jokic, dude, it doesn't matter. Any defense you throw at me, I'm cooking. Single coverage, I'm cooking. Double coverage, I'm cooking. And defensively, Joker may be better than I've ever seen him. They had a last it was the second to last possession uh, before the timeout for the Celtics and Jason Tatum missed the game, the game time shot, where Jokic got Kristoff on an island and Kristoff tried to dribble by him. Jokic stayed in front. Then they do another DHO and the Nuggets, instead of tripping, they just switch and they switch Drew Holiday on to Jokic and Jokic stays in front. Matter of fact, he stays in front so well. 
that now Joe Missoula is forced to call a timeout, forced to call a timeout, and then they get to Tatum's shot and it doesn't go in. Joker showed yesterday that if I need to be able to move my feet at a high level, if I need to be able to play against some of these all-star caliber guards, which Drew Holiday made the all-star team, if I need to be able to move my feet versus some bigs, then he can do it. And what was great about that is just it just shows that everybody can kind of sit in and, and have these really elite playoff, you know, or regular season performances. And you can get the 82-game sample size for players who are performing at this really high level. That's all cool. But when players are tired, when players are fatigued mentally because a game or a series is very long, when players are lacking confidence because their shot's not going in, when coaches are not making the best calls and they're not making the best scheme adjustments depending on a matchup as they should, what this showed was is that for the Nuggets, they just have Malone, Jokic, Murray, Porter, KCP, AG, Reggie Jackson, and now Peyton Watson. They have a seven, including Malone, a seven-man rotation, including Malone, that they feel can go bar for bar and beat anybody that's what last night proved so the question comes down to i think for the nuggets reggie jackson peyton watson and then christian brown are those the three that you're fully ready to go into a playoff run with you know uh ct on twitter great basketball mind you know he always talks about the uh the loss of blacko and what that means for the squad and i agree that that is a big loss for them a big loss because he's a bigger athletic body who's a shooter who tries to play good defense that they really miss because he just offers some size and versatility and i think the nuggets if they want to go get a four that can play with that bench unit with peyton with christian with reggie that would make sense to give them a jeff green style defender a six foot eight 220 pound guy that's just an athlete not necessarily a great shot maker but can hit shots every now and then that might be what they're looking for but Y'all, the Denver Nuggets, they just proved their championship grit yesterday, that they're levels two. They can execute, out-execute anybody. They got the best duo in the NBA, the best two-man game in the NBA, and their offense when it matters most, and their defense when it matters most. They can just take care of business, y'all. That's going to do it for Locked On Nuggets today. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe, y'all. We'll be back with you for Monday. That will be Matt and Adam, y'all. Y'all swipe a gang, supporters of Locked On Nuggets, everybody. Shout out to y'all. I will see y'all on. The other side.